for the rest of your life. You should never, ever, ever stop designing your time, assessing your time, reassessing your time, redesigning your day, your week, your month, your year, then do it over and over again. Change that schedule over and over again. Continually optimize it because you are forever changing your wants and and needs are forever changing. So you have to continually evolve and change your time. Only today, I'd like to introduce a new theory I've been working on that I like to call the time design matrix. This will give you a way that you can start to look at your time and break it down into numbers that might make an impact on the way that you can begin to do it. I've been using it a lot lately, uh, and it's been super helpful to me, so that's what we got cooking today. Welcome once again to the show. Uh, it is build with Rob. You know what it is. Just out here trying to to get everybody to think about themselves as a integrated living machine that you get to design and evolve and expand into your limitless potential. Call it the machine mindset. Manufacturing companies down here at the Deer Deck Machine. Everything that we do is systematically fusing art, science, and magic. Wherever you listen to the show, appreciate you. If you're watching it, this beautiful setting inside my office, Beverly Hills, California, uh, appreciate you. Like, subscribe, tell a friend, repost, DM me, hit me on LinkedIn, wherever you're going to catch me. You know, again, I, I, I appreciate everybody, especially in the streets that see me, that we get caught up and engaged into a conversation about all things uh, life design, time design, you know, all the things that, that I talk about and preach about on this show. You know, recently put out an episode talking about the the software that I would like to develop so that everybody can can join along in the way that I operate my life system and and make their own version of it. Got hit up with by a lot of people, a lot of people who are in the software space that I think will be amazing and great assets to to help me uh, shape the product and build it over time. Of course, that's that's sort of the a long-term vision of how to to bring uh, the overall system to the masses, if you will, where everybody can begin to design their life and create the harmonious, high-quality existence like your boy Rob has. All right, look, you know, what I really want to break down today is I just want to kind of talk about time through numbers and this idea that like even when you start to design time and begin to block your time and really get good at being efficient and and really getting in all the things that you want to do past all the things that you have to do and and begin to design balance in your overall life and system it's just the beginning it's like i feel like you know the, the further i get into sort of sharing my philosophy and while i'm living it and growing into it on a on a on an ongoing basis I realize that it, it is more of a skill set that you get to develop over time rather than just a mindset. You know, it's, it's not necessarily, you know, just a way of thinking of like, hey, you want to be super efficient with your time and live a life of in- incredible intention. It's, it's not just a, a way of thinking. It's also a skill set that you've got to develop over time and then just continually get better and better at it. And, you know, when, when it comes to like your life rhythm and your time and how things work, your life is constantly changing and evolving and, and you'll design time in a certain way and you'll go through the process and realize, okay, I don't like this. 
and redesign your time again. You know, in, in my case, it's like, you know, I, I am just constantly trying to look for friction in my output and, and try to find places of how I could adjust the way that my time is designed to even get there in the first place. And, and for me, it's nonstop. If you hear me talk, you, you would think that like, oh, man, he took all the time to design, took all the effort to, to design his time. And then then he lives this, you know, super balanced, harmonious life with intention because he has this rhythm of existence that he operates. And and cool, I do. But it's constantly changing and evolving as I'm changing and evolving, you know, and I constantly have to be reassessing it and and try to think of new ways to essentially just uh, have more energy in my days. And it, and it seems like, man, like you could get to a certain level and you would be at this high level and that would be it. But the further up you get, the, the more opportunity you see to have more energy, be more optim- optimized, have a higher output. And, and that, that, that really happened to me recently you know, when I was you know, looking at the way that, that I found time to execute. You know, like deep work where I actually have to do the execution, you know, I, I, I tried to fit it in in between meetings. And when I had blocks of time, like I would try to like, oh, I'm going to I have a lot of time in the mornings. I'm going to I'm going to put execution time in the morning before I have the meeting for that particular project later in the day, like, or it's like, I would just, oh, I've got to get it sometime next week. Let me block an hour to work on this, you know, whatever it may be. And it, and I could do it, but man, I could feel the friction in it. I could just feel the friction in it. And, and so for me, I just, you know, I had to like, like be real with myself, you know, that like, it just doesn't work as um, well as I would like that ultimately it takes me a little bit of time to begin to get momentum in order to like make execution time effective. That's just me. Like I, I can jump from thing to thing from meeting and have be decisive and clear on, on sort of all the different things that I'm doing. I can, I can jump from a meeting straight to a date night and be present. I can jump out of a meeting straight to pick up my kids and be present. Like, but I'm, when I have to jump back into deep execution work, I need, I need momentum, you know, and, and I, I really designed my time initially, you know, to, to, to get up earlier and have more time to execute in the mornings, right? And that would be the time when nobody can call me and I got the couple extra hours in the morning before I meditate and wake up the kids and get in the gym. And what happens is I end up using that time for, for all different types of stuff, right? And when I, when I don't have something to execute, I mainly would use that time for sort of free thinking and, and getting caught up and, and having it be more of this freestyle flow of, of what's been on my mind and what are things that, that maybe I want to work on, maybe I want to research, maybe I want to ideate on, uh, maybe, maybe some smaller items that I want to put a little bit of depth into to push personal projects along or whatever it may be. But, but I realized the moment that I try to block that time for just execution – that I would basically be behind in kind of the free thinking and the catching up and kind of like that sort of 
that that sort of free flow of thought that actually became super essential in sort of my way of life and and sort of my overall energy. I, I, I always just looked at it as time. You know what I mean? Hey, you set aside these extra two hours. Look at you. You're getting up at four now. And now you got, you know, all these extra hours uh, to spend on working in the morning, you know? And and I I didn't realize that the style of what I what what was comfortable and what I enjoyed doing the most was more fluid. Like whenever I I put something structured in there, you know, I I try to get it done, but then I flow out into the fluidity of all the things that that I really want to do. And and I realized like then so hey, you're not executing a lot of the things as much as you can in the morning and then boom, what are you doing? You're trying to plan it throughout the week, but then you can't catch the momentum. And it forced me to rethink my entire schedule completely again, you know, and, and, and what did I do? I just decided like, man, you have to do a completely dramatic redesign of your time. And that's that look that you don't ever want to go, you know, this deep and take these big shots and, and, and because they're difficult because your life gets into a rhythm. You know, I have, you know, weekly meetings, bi-weekly meetings with companies. I have all of these meetings that that fall within this time block that I wanted to adjust. But I knew it was the, the best thing for me, right? And, and I, I decided that, like, hey, I need that same two hours that I have in the morning that I use in more of this fluidity, sort of work on whatever's on top of mind and what you're feeling at the time to – to, to sort of, um, you know, l- let it be more natural, then create a pure two hour execution block after you have gone to the gym, drop your kids off at school, caught up with your chief of staff. And now before you take a meeting again in the entire day, I blocked off two and a half hours to execute and I didn't do it on Mondays and Tuesdays. I did that seven days a week. I locked that in for seven days a week. And as soon as I started, it was like my entire life changed. It's like I'm I'm literally like five times as productive. You know, you're someone who's already so efficient. You're already highly optimized. But the moment you start to feel friction in your time and in your life, you've got to address it, you know, and, and it's difficult at times and hard to see. But by adding a two and a half hour execution block as part of my core time design, I literally became, you know, five times as productive overnight. And the craziest thing is how I feel by releasing that friction. That was me like never getting momentum to execute and always kind of needing to push my bigger ideas that I ideate on further down the line to be finished when I could find the time to execute. I'm just doing it on a nonstop basis, which in turn is giving me much more fulfillment in my overall life and adding much more energy to my my present experience of what it means to work on all the projects on top of moving all of them along at, at a much higher pace, you know. So, you know, I, I just wanted to share that more from the perspective of like, you know, you're always changing 
your life is always changing. Everything's always evolving. And so constantly assessing and, and not being afraid to make big changes in the way that you design your time and the way that the rhythm of your life flows uh, is worth it because you're always just optimizing back to uh, your energy, you know, and, and how each day feels as a whole, you know, and, and, and for me, it's like, it's a skill set that you get better and be- better at over time. And then uh, you're evolving. The world's evolving. Uh, your time's evolving. So you, you constantly have to be sort of changing it, you know. And, and for me, like when I start to look at these time blocks, I start to look at them in percentages, right? And, and that's, you know, where I've been thinking a lot lately about this concept of the time design matrix, you know, like really – you know, if you're trying to to build a balanced and harmonious life, you know, and, and your life is 100% and every year is 8,760 hours per year, you know, and, and really uh, every hour you use on a consistent basis, call it every day, like it begins to really, really break down how much time that you spend in a more simple way and where you spend it, right? And 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 I've talked a little bit about, you know, how how the percentages of time that I track and how I know from tracking all my time uh, that I live this balanced life and that over time I have continued to create a much higher output with less time working. But but when you when you start to go through the the matrix of you know, 8,760, you know, let's say you do something for one hour a day, every single day, it's 4% of your time. You know what I'm saying? It's 4% of your time, you know, and, and really you just take one hour a day, 365 hours divided by 8,760, you got 4%. You know what I mean? That now becomes this sort of way of like looking at like, okay, where am I spending all of my time in my life? You know, you sleep seven hours a day, you're talking about 29% of your life, you know, and, and that's gone. You know what I mean? So you can begin to like look at like how much time you even have available by by just beginning to look at life through these percentages by just saying, you know, 8,760. What am I doing? How many hours is it? What is the time frame? You know, I think about, you know, the one that I always talk about more than anything is is how I shoot 252 episodes of television a year and that it's, you know, 4% of my entire life, my 4% of my time in that year inside the matrix, you know, I, I take my my kids to school every day and it ends up being about, uh, you know, um, about an hour and a half, you know, if they go to school, you know, about an hour and a half a week, you know, call it seven, seven and a half hours a week. I dedicate to dropping off and picking up my kids, you know, 36 weeks a year, give or take, you know, that, that right there, you know, 300 hours divided by 8,760, it's about 3%. You know what I mean? And so, again, I'm just using a calculator to begin to map out where am I spending time and and how much do I like spending that time? What is the value of that time long term, right, also is, is another another way to look at it. But then ultimately looking at it from a percentage basis of your whole life, if I ultimately know I got 70% of my life to live uh, because I'm sleeping 30% of it primarily, you know. And, and again, I know, you know, 
you know, sometimes, you know, I'll get I'll get deep into the numbers. But what, what I like about the time design matrix is it's easy for anyone to apply to get to understand where they're spending their time at scale over a year, depending on on what they do. And again, it's super easy. It, you, you take a look at the stuff that you do all the time. Uh, you multiply it. Uh, you, you take you take yourself you take a look at the the number of hours you're spending on something uh, a, a day a week a year whatever the time is get the get the final number of hours you spend for a year divide it up by eight thousand seven hundred and sixty you got yourself a percentage and prepare to be disappointed in yourself listen to me prepare to be disappointed in yourself when you start to use the time matrix and start looking at percentages of where you spend time, you know, I watch way more TV than I probably should. You know what I mean? And I'm embarrassed to sit here as the highly optimized <laughs> machine mindset guy to tell you that I might watch too much television. You know, I, I'm embarrassed to sit here and tell you that I probably watch a couple hours of television a day. You know what I mean? And it's hard for me to tell. It's hard for me to sit here by myself in this studio, shooting a podcast where I'm just talking to the world through the lens of trying to inspire them. Only looking back on myself as I begin to look at my overall efficiency on a continuing basis, and will still ignore the fact that I will dedicate. You know, we're talking. We're talking eight, nine percent of my time to watching TV. You know what I'm saying? Saying it out loud is embarrassing. It's embarrassing, you know? But when I look at my overall life, I look at like, well, what? why do you do that? Well, it is also time that you spend with your wife, you know, and you enjoy your programs and whatever that may be. But there is no doubt when I look at, at where is the inefficiency and where am I basically wasting away the, the precious, precious percentages of life that you actually have? It's on the couch. It's on the couch. My cat, my dog, and my wife. You know what I mean? Uh, watching something that I probably that has no no meaningful impact in my existence, other than to completely relax and forget about everything. You know what I mean? Is is what it is. But you know, look, that's just another example of how easy it is to quantify the amount of time that you're spending and, and what you're doing, you know, and, and then comparing that to how, how you spend other things in your life that aren't output based, that may be relaxed based, you know, like watching TV type of thing. But all it does is give you a, an easier way to just understand the value of your time, but ultimately the impact of sort of these ongoing sort of structured like time uses that you build naturally in how much of an impact they're taking away from your overall experience of life without even fully understanding their value or in the case of getting up earlier and working, how it can make an incredible impact on the amount of mind share and dedication of time that you're actually committed to will seem small, but is actually a pretty big uh, percentage compared to other things that you're doing in your life. And, you know, I think um, for me, 
even as I've watched my time percentages evolve and spending more time with my kids and my family and my wife and and working less, it's still about output and time and experience and time, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, you're you're still wanting to use that time so that you can experience it with joy and experience it in its present form, right? Because don't forget, you know, you're 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 trying to design your system and your time around energy and how do you end up doing like stuff that gives you energy every day and energy is that joy and excitement for whatever you're doing, whatever you're creating, whatever you're working on, whoever you're spending time with. And remember you can only understand the type of energy it's giving you and assess that energy in the present moment. Energy only lives in that present moment, you know, and, and you're really trying to get better and better at using that time to, to, to put you with intent into a place that you can experience joy and, and high energy, you know, and, and for me, parts of working provide that for me. And I, I even look at, at spending a, a percentage of my time to design time and continually assess time as giving me energy because it just excites me about what I'm going to live through and experience in the future, you know? And when it comes to work, it's like work's almost like the more stable and easier place to understand uh, where your commitment of time is, you know, because you got to think, you know, you, you work a 40 hour week, it's 23% of your time, you know what I mean? Uh, it's 2000 hours a year, you know what I mean? And for me, I've been working, you know, about the equivalency of that 20, 25% of my time. And you got to think, I'm, I'm now giving a big portion of that to the mornings and that free work and that free flow because that two hours in the morning because I, I, I get up so early, that's 8% of my overall work time. And then now when you you add that two and a half hour block uh, of time, you're, you're talking now, you know, we're talking 16, 18% of my total work time is done within the rhythm of sort of my morning flow, then, then I built the rest of my afternoon for, for more, uh, you know, ongoing meetings, stuff that can be moved around and be more adaptive as it relates to, to what's going on inside the, the current rhythm of my life and what other meetings that I have to take, podcast interviews, you know, shooting this show, whatever it may be. Um, but it's the continual, sort of understanding of how you're using time and what you're doing with time and being able to see it in a percentage form also is this amazing way uh, for you to build time awareness, you know, and, and really know uh, how you're being super effective, how you're being lazy or where you are just outright wasting time. So look, wherever you are, just always think about how important it is uh, to make sure that you're here for a reason. Your goal is to live with intention, and the best way to do that is to, to get really, really good at designing time. And use the design matrix, how many hours a year, divided by 8,760 to get you a percentage to total up your 100% to show you how you're living your life, you know, because that's what it's all about. It's just all about driving to that harmonious, high-quality existence that we preach down here. 
All right, that is it for our show today. Appreciate you all again. Wherever you listen to the show, like, subscribe, comment. Want to get involved in our world. Everything runs through DeerDickMachine.com. Um, and again, you know, keep keep putting your eyes on the prize, you know. Keep creating the plan that you know can get you to the prize and then give it all you got to get there. Till next time, see it, believe it, do it.